0: This podcast is made possible by Adidas. Thanks to the friendly people at Adidas for supporting us. And we'd also like to thank our sponsor, Ollie. Ollie has made it their personal mission to create delicious products that are just as effective as they are fun. From powerful gummy vitamins to plant-based protein and bars, they've turned good nutrition into an easy, healthy habit that's anything but a chore. And I take these daily, B12 Energy, boom shakalaka. Use code PRETTY at OLLI.com for 25% off your next order. Hi, everybody, and welcome to my podcast. I'm Ashley Graham, and this is Pretty Big Deal. All right, today we're going to be talking about business, beauty, and owning who you are. But first, we want to hear from you. You can leave me a voice message on the Anchor app or leave me a comment on my Instagram or Twitter. And of course, I'm here with my number one, numero uno lady, Darcelle Obregon. Hi Darcy. Hola, como estas? On this episode, we're gonna be talking to a real life movie star, y'all. This movie star is a comedian, and she has the art of keeping it real down to a science. And I just want to (laughs) enter. And that's her dog, Amy Schumer!
1: Yay! Tatiana, come over here. Come on. That's
0: an introduction. What a great introduction.
1: Tatiana, you are just the cutest little pea pie I've ever seen. are you going to be cool? Are you going to be cool? (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yes! Any excuse to get to spend some time with you?
0: Oh, you're... First of all, thank you for doing this. Second of all, she came here alone, everybody. So you live on the Upper West Side. Yeah. We are currently in New York City.
1: Yeah. Did you take the subway? I didn't take the subway here, but I do mostly take the subway. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, because
0: I don't, <laughs> you and don't. you're really— Way more famous than me. Like, I don't
1: think that's necessarily true. No, no, no.
0: You're like we should
1: do a co- like a contest. <laughs> we should do. It. We should go out. Who's more famous? Yeah, <laughs> I think it would probably be you. And you know the difference between you and me is like that. Also, men would be excited to see you. <laughs> like with me, it's always like a goth. You know, like thirteen right. year old Right. Um,
0: no, I don't know. I get. I get like. On you probably get this too. Like I get older women, sometimes younger women running up to me crying. Yeah. Yeah, and that is something that feels good but also can be very scary because you're like, there's a woman running
1: up to me crying. Like, I know. And it, some- it depends on, you know, what where you are in your life. But I've yeah. also done that to people. Like, the first time I met Gloria Steinem, <laughs> no. I was just like, hey, Gloria, and, you, and you're quoting it. And she was just like, okay. You know, and then I kind of got a hold of myself and was able to talk to her. But, yeah, I try okay. to... But, you know, it's the kind of thing where if I have time, like, I'll talk to someone... For a long time, but if you know if you're busy or you just got bad news or whatever, yeah. I or try to keep like good boundaries. Yeah. yeah, I know. But the subway, it's that's why we love New York. Like, really, no one cares. I was, <laughs> they I was, get over it, so they go, oh,
0: yeah, oh, that was yeah. And then you see it later on Twitter, like I saw Amy Schumer on the yeah. C train coming yeah. from the Upper West Side.
1: Yeah, and you know, people, I they say this to me all the time. Um, they say, like, today someone was like, "You are much prettier in person." Oh. <laughs> And you're like, thank you? Question mark? Yeah, I'm like, okay, for just you here right now instead of like, I always millions. get the,
0: you're not even as big as I thought you'd be. Everybody <laughs> yeah, says that. That's everybody says that, right? everybody says that. Okay, so this is Darcel, my assistant, Hi. and Hola. she is like Hola. just my right hand lady. I yeah. love her to death. Um, but she hears all the negative
1: shit that happens in my life. It's just
0: everyone that I know that has met you and it's like. Well, she's not
1: that big isn't it she's nice like, to have a witness yes you're like can I get a witness like can I get just somebody a that sees what you the day to day it makes you feel a lot less alone
0: I, I thank you yeah um so I feel like for the for the viewer yeah and 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 for everybody who really does care we have to um, address the elephant in the room Let's do it okay are you ready set go go so we had not beef but media made it into a beef. And then we like kind of said, I love you on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. And then everything was like, but you took the high road. Like you could have been like, bitch, you suck. And I could have been like, but I love you. But I was just trying to like say
1: you were you were so kind. It was really like, so I um I learned so much. And like I'm very aware of the fact that I I, I learn you learn so much every year, you know. And that's why being a, a writer or someone who creates content is extra, you know, sort of risky and brave now because you're like a year from now, I could be like, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I was included in the glamor magazine plus size issue, size Size issue, issue. size issue. Mm -hmm. Um, and they used the pictures from when I'd been on the cover and they didn't tell me I was being included and they didn't ask or anything like which legally they don't have to. I didn't know any of this. And, um, and I felt, uh, Betrayed. I felt like, I don't think it's a positive thing to, to label people like, I, and, and I really like, you know, this is something that you've, you have so much more info than I do, but it was at like the time at the time. Yeah. Like since then I've, I've, I've woken up to it, but, um, and I kind of felt like, you know, because people will say about you, about me, you know the way that they like classify our bodies, um, they're like, okay, that's plus size. Then right. what am I? You know, mm-hmm. like I get worried about how, what it's going to mean to like the greater population. Like right. what what is what, what is inside about girls? me? Like how does this make other people feel? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I've always felt good. Like I, not always. I mean, we all, but, uh, and so, you know, I knew if I speak out, I'm annoying. I'm ashamed of my body, whatever. But I didn't anticipate what you said, which, um, which like
0: just really woke me up. It was like, I was just like, Hey, if you want to be a part of the conversation,
1: be a part of the conversation. Right. Right. Yeah. You were like, you like, cause it it was sounding like I was making plus size sound like a negative thing. And not even the word plus size.
0: Cause I don't agree with the word plus size. Right because I also too think it's a very divisive word uh-huh. and I think that if we are labeling women because of the number inside of their pants then we're categorizing them in a way that is is again it's divisive and men yeah. don't do
1: that and unnecessary Yeah it really is and and the, and there is like such a stigma that comes with um with the word and what, and then yeah somebody else like telling you what you are Yeah So anyway I really didn't care for that Um, And then you were kind of like...
0: uh, I said in a Cosmo article, like, hey, Amy, if you want to be in the world and talk about being a big girl in your skits, then own it. Right. And and part of me said that because I really wanted you to be a part of this community because Mm -hmm. you are a part of this community, whether you want to be or not. Right. Because society is always going to put you in that box.
1: Totally. Right. So it's like, that's where I am with perception. So at the time that came out, I was a size, a 6 or an 8. Okay. Okay. What size are you now? 10 or 12. You've gained weight since then? Um. Yeah. I and haven't you know, been able to tell. I'm strong, you know, like I <laughs> I, I gain it everywhere. Right. Um, it always it. goes right to my face immediately, <laughs> and then the rest catches up. Um. But it was like, I realized when I shot Trainwreck, I was like so skinny for me, and I Love didn't really like feel. Oh, thank you. I didn't really feel good. I didn't feel like as strong and I have as much energy as I usually would. And and I was like, they already write about me like um, in this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, fuck it. What uh, I'm not gonna try. What am I trying to hold on to? So why go this to the unattainable thing? I want to just feel healthy and strong and sexual and. And that's it. And I was—I'm like—I'm not going to worry about it anymore. Um, and so, what what I learned from our thing, which I—and I, so I reached out to you, yeah—and was like, hey, like I hear you. I'm sorry, and like I want to be educated about this. Yeah. And you were really sweet, and you were like, cool, like because you weren't looking to have any beef I with don't me. Want beef? No, There's- we all need to be working together and lifting each other up. And um, and I really appreciate when people have the patience to be like, I will, like tell I'll I'll explain this to you. Yeah. And that's that's how I felt. And and what I took my takeaway from that whole thing was how uh, unnecessary and how negative it is to label anybody. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, it's not necessary. And God, like, can we stop having the diverse issue? The plus anything? Like, I know. Can it not be a special event that I you're know. not using a stick thin woman? That's what I tell everybody like we
0: know so that we've actually like come over all of this when we don't have to be like celebration with a curvy girl on the cover
1: of blah blah blah. I know. I know. How do you not kill yourself? <laughs> okay, um maybe a different question. I'm really happy. Do you think that's a good question to ask? Wait. Magazine that's supposed to
0: be empowering women. You also talked about how people are like, "Oh, you're so brave for being in that
1: swimsuit." Yeah, they're like, "Wow, she really just put her whole crazy body out there." I'm like, <laughs> I feel so good and uh and I I have eyes like I can see that um someone's will be like a lot smaller than me or whatever but I don't think they're any happier than me mm-hmm. and uh and I'm 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 happy that I get to like have pasta and and drink and and still feel good mm-hmm. and then I have found a way to you know carve out this career path without having to starve myself like so many of my friends you and me both (laughs) I know that's why everyone's probably mad at us we both have targets on our heads because they're like oh I haven't had a cookie in so long (laughs) I'm like I had one for breakfast (laughs) do you work out at all oh yeah where do you work out I um I'm an athlete like I played volleyball really seriously competitively and then uh yeah, and then, like, I've done some triathlons and stuff, and I love boxing. And triathlons? Then triathlons, Holy yeah. moly.
0: When did you do your last one?
1: It was 12. No, I'm oh. just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I did them in college and then a little after college. My job in college was teaching group exercise. I was certified <sighs> to teach kickboxing. Oh, yeah, you talk about this in...
0: Um, Something. Yeah, in Somewhere book. I was
1: running my yap. Yeah. Um, no, but, but you do.
0: You talk about it in your book, um, Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo.
1: Oh, okay, good. I'm glad I talked about it. Uh <laughs> Yeah, and I just um, (laughs) I like feeling strong, and I I only feel good if I've like had a really good workout that day. But uh, so you work out every day, strength training? Yeah,
0: that's great though. Yeah, I try to stretch every day, like rolling on the foam roller. I think is very important. Yeah, I think you stay young and mobile. Myofascia,
1: myofascia. That is like
0: yeah. So uh, rewind. I just gave uh, Amy my myofascia guy, uh, LA. And New York. Yeah. It hurts like hell. Like, he puts his elbow and his and his thumbs into your fascia. Can I go under? No.
1: <laughs> and he literally I'll peels it. I'll find a way it. to put myself under. He
0: peels it apart. Yeah, you can do whatever you want that beforehand. That sounds
1: awful. But and you will It's bruise. so, so effective. I it. I'm like a did peach. It. Oh, I'm did like, you like feel a better? little
0: flower. Yes, for like a month. No pain. A month. Can okay. you imagine a month without pain? No. Mayo freaking fascia. Damn. Okay, so we get it. We're big girls in a very skinny world. Yeah. Like, and we're just continuing to like fight the good fight. Yeah. And I also want to say to like the reader, and I feel like you agree. Like, it's okay to be a big girl. It's okay to have quote Amy Schumer sweet cellulite. Yeah. Um. And and back fat. It's good. And it's like so what? So for me, I know what I tell all the young girls out there, even women our age. What do you want to tell them? Women who are. Get a dog. Get a dog. But women Um, who are dealing with like identity issues of hating themselves, hating their body, hating who
1: who they are because society tells them they're ugly. I want to tell them that we're all going to (laughs) die. Facts. You're all like, we're all going to die. And what if you're on your deathbed and you're thinking, think about all the time you wasted worrying about that shit. Have fun. Take care of yourself so you can feel good and, and enjoy your friends and your life. And that's who you really are, who mm-hmm. you are with your friends. And I, I don't think about how I look. And it's really nice. You know, it's really freeing because we're, we're so – this stuff is hammered into our heads, mm-hmm. how we're supposed to be as women.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: women are taught like you're supposed to try to disappear, and men are supposed mm-hmm. to take up more space. And I just totally reject that. And um, I like yeah. that we're all gonna die. So we're all gonna die. Why? Why Who suffer? Cares? Who cares? Who cares what now? other people think about you? People get so obsessed with their own little. It's like it's exhausting to be around somebody who's like so worried about obsessed, how they obsessed, look. Obsessed. Yeah.
0: No, I, I like that advice. I know, there's there's an actual woman crawling Army underneath crawling. the camera right now, so she's not in the frame. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Welcome to my podcast. Speaking of podcasts, you just yeah. started one, Yeah, Three Girls, One Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, can you please tell me, first of all, the
1: origination of Three Girls, One Keith? Totally. So I heard that you could make money doing a podcast, <laughs> and I wanted to make it. Done deal. So that's it. Yeah. No. um, (laughs) Who are the other ladies, and who is this random Keith? So the people on the podcast, it's um, they're my best friends. It's uh, Keith Robinson, who's a comedian, and we joke that he's the oldest comedian in the world, but (laughs) he sounds like an old man on the podcast. No, I had to Google him. I did. I was like, oh, he's not that old. No, but you can't tell because he looks. He looks deceivingly young. But his voice is like of an old 80-year-old
0: smoker it's like who's tone just low. like, he's like, yeah. hey, ladies and gentlemen. He's like,
1: funky comedy Medina." Yeah. yeah he's, <laughs> he's like completely deranged. One of our best friends, uh, yeah, Rachel Feinstein, comedian, and Bridget Everett, who's a, a singer and a, okay. and a live performer. And we're best friends anyway. We've been on the road a lot together. The and four so, of you. The four of us. Wow. So we do it. At my apartment, and it's just Which like I'm
0: coming to, ladies and gentlemen. You do
1: need to come, you've got to Me come. Me too, and thank you, you are welcome. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's invited. Tatiana will be there barking all Aww. over the place. Um, yeah, the only rules you have to be mean to Keith, but it'll just happen, really. Naturally. Well, we oh, just okay. he's morally bankrupt. Uh but yeah, we're just like bad people. And so there was really no demand. We didn't follow the supply demand model. Nobody wanted it. Uh but we figured out we could make money and it was just really fun. And so we're gonna keep doing it. People, I don't know, people are enough people are listening to it that they want us to keep doing it.
0: So season two is coming out. Season two is gonna come out. I want I need just so this is just my first day of podcasts. It's great. I need a little bit of advice. What you got?
1: I think it's great. I think what you're doing Don't hit
0: the microphone. I
1: mean, I also am someone who just did one season, so I have no information. And I was asking people, and I definitely have no information. You didn't information. learn anything from season one? I did. I learned that the editors are important. Uh, that it really takes a great production team. And what they did yes, they took what we, we did. They took what we did and they made it so much better than we could have ever anticipated. Oh. And so I was just really grateful for that. And, and yeah, to to really sort of empower and encourage your, your post team. Um, yeah, that, but that's any yeah. thing you do, right? And then, you know, they were like, okay, we, people like recurring segments. And so we did some of those and they're kind of like, eh. yeah, so I don't recurring know. Recurring
0: segments like what?
1: Like we do a, a rose and a thorn. We say our, our favorite moment of the episode or <laughs> we would set goals for the episode like just joking around yeah the goals you know? are hilarious yeah but so I don't know I think we're gonna do some of the goals were like
0: so intense that I was like who even thinks like that they were all
1: just jokes right. you know they were all just, just like oh I want to be like the best me I possibly can on this podcast today you know <laughs> just, just um, nonsense
0: ladies and gentlemen I have so many questions for Miss Amy Schumer but right now we are going to thank our sponsor Thank you, Cash App, who's one of our sponsors and the number one finance app in the App Store. All right, so the Cash App is not just an app, but it's also a cash card. It's just like your debit card, but also with instant rewards and even more features than credit cards. Cash App offers boosts, which allow you to save 10% off your favorite places like Whole Foods, Chipotle, Shake Shack, and more. Or you can get a dollar off coffee when you swipe your cash card. Unlike credit cards, there is never any fees and you don't need a credit check to get one. Who needs all those other finance apps? Visit the App Store or Google Play to download Cash App and get your free cash card. We are back with the one, the only, Amy Schumer. She is an incredible author.
1: Yes, I what am. What else are you,
0: a comedian?
1: Oh, my God. She's an
0: actress.
1: I'm an author. I don't uh, know what that means. It's as an author. An author. I'm an author. That's an otter. animal. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I'm a squirrel. But she's here
0: on Pretty Big Deal, and we're chit-chatting.
1: Yeah. I'm glad I don't have my period. <laughs> I know! These couches. Wait, but on
0: the back of this yeah. is all of my body makeup. A lot of body makeup. Yeah, but yeah. that's okay. That's fine. Yeah, whatever. Dry clean them. Now we just know not to wear body makeup on white on white couches. Well,
1: I heard about this invention called Thinks are these, they're underwear that you can wear. You don't have to wear a tampon or anything. Oh, it's a big
0: padded panty.
1: Oh. Right? I have never I seen know. more
0: propaganda for something than Thinks. Than Thinks. Like everywhere. But like, isn't it's it like new a new invention. Th- and I'm like,
1: is- I guess I'm an inventor because I've been doing that with all my underwear my whole life. <laughs> so I guess I'm Sir Isaac Newton. Do you
0: keep those panties or and reuse them or do you throw No, them away? that's a
1: luxury. Okay. I throw them away. But then you have those underwear that you love and they have like little penguins on them. But you still But you have see to that stain when you go
0: to the bathroom and you're like, Why yeah. have I kept you? Okay, so moving on. <laughs> you're a newlywed.
1: Yeah. How long have you been married now? Six months. Oh, my god. Right now. This is okay. staple anniversary. I
0: mean, like, this is insane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Okay,
0: I need the full breakdown. The whole thing. Because, okay, so Chris Fisher, yeah. he's a chef. Yeah. He's been married six I'm months. I'm a genius. I mean. Are you a chef? I do, cook. He is—Justin okay. is an incredible cook.
1: Okay, smart. I can't is. cook.
0: So this is what I like to say. I'm almost the perfect woman. I just don't cook or clean.
1: Yeah. No, I think that is the perfect woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have a cleaning lady, and I have Justin. There you go. Here I am, ladies and gentlemen. We're living
1: a very similar life. Um,
0: So my engagement period was two months. Okay. But I dated Justin for a
1: year. All right. So I think— Think I can relate to you? Yeah. Mine my we were engaged for four days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Same. <laughs> we were
1: just like, I didn't want any of the drama of a wedding. We knew we want to get married. Like you you when you meet, it was yeah. so easy. When did you meet? We met uh like it was a year ago in May. Okay. And just as friends, and he was cooking for me and my family. And uh Oh, so he was like the hired chef? Yeah. Okay, got His it. His sister is my assistant. Like no! she's she's like got a different job, so she won't right. be that much longer. But um but yeah, she was my assistant. She's like, Oh my we'll be at Martha's Vineyard, that's where they're from. My yeah. brother cooks. And so he came to cook for the family. We just met and I was like, Oh, he's so cute. Like he Chef so cute. from Martha's Vineyard, like fuck off, you know. <laughs> and um and uh, we just we we got along really well, but nothing. And I was so You didn't sleep someone. together then? No, no. We didn't sleep together until we like got together, you know. And so then last September, we I was like, I reached out. I called him. I got mm-hmm. his number. I was like, can I call him? Wait, we you asked anything. for his number? Yeah, I asked for his number because it had always gone through Molly, through my assistant. And then we just had this one night where we hung out.
0: Wait, so, wait, 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 you have to back up. Yeah. You asked your assistant, who is the sister to mm-hmm. the, to Chris. To, to give to, me her brother's phone
1: number. What did she say? She was like, sure. She was worried she'd lose her job. Oh, my
0: God. <laughs> and then. Yeah, because I'm sure Darcel would be also very nervous. That, no. No? Okay, no, like, she's not sure. nervous. Okay. Uh, she's yeah. a very confident woman. Yeah, I love that. Um, what we do here? What, what did you say to him when you texted him? Like, hey, well, it's Amy. So like, I
1: called him. And he answers the phone. Like, we had never even flirted, you know? (laughs) I want to make a romantic comedy where you don't, where you actually meet how you actually meet. Oh. Like, we didn't have any witty banter, you know, in movies where they're like, (laughs) here. I mean, I've done it in the movies I've been in. And I'm like, it's not like that. If someone came up to you and like had a great, banter you'd be like get out of here we had a really good banter Justin and I had
0: a good banter so we met in an elevator and he found me on Facebook that night this is before I was famous yeah and he was like hi elevator lady this is your security guard (laughs) and I was like oh bouncer Bouncer. and literally I was like hi bouncer hi but then I played very hard to get oh really oh yeah oh yeah oh no he took me out and then I didn't see him again after that for at least a month
1: Ooh. Yeah. Wow, we have very different techniques. Yeah.
0: No, mine is like you chase me, you let me know how how good of a runner you are. Yeah. And then we can decide after that. Yeah. Right! But then But then But then what happened was I couldn't make a decision on if I wanted to be with him or not. So he said, I'm gonna leave you if you don't if you aren't gonna show up to this." What What (laughs) did you say? I would not wait. <sighs> <See>? Wow! <laughs> oh, my oh, no. it's Tatiana. Oh, my God.
1: He said oh, Tatiana. Did she did not care for that tone. <laughs> Tatiana, let the people know. <laughs> so it was like a wow. week, a
0: week later, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to be your girlfriend.
1: Okay, so what I did was the first time. He even, like, kissed me on the cheek. He was inside me in, like, an hour. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. um, yes. We, we, Yeah, different trajectory. Same result. But we, um... Yeah. Oh, but I made Justin
0: wait till we were married to have sex. You made, Shut. No, made me. Shut up. No, he made me I tried to have sex with him.
1: I even... Tati's not comfortable with any of this. <laughs> It's okay, Tati. She has sex with everything that's around her we, size that's right. on the
0: floor. Um, so Chris so, kissed so Chris you on the cheek an hour well, later, no, he's he like, inside.
1: I was like, I called him oh, yeah. and he answered the phone. Like I we'd never even flirted. Okay. He, he answered he, the phone by going. We we just hung out one night and we talked. Like he was like, I I just made judgments about him. I was like, he's a chef on Martha's Vineyard. He's so cute. I bet he's like a You know, a dick and a player and whatever, and and not that smart. And then we talked, and he was, like, so smart and so funny, and I liked him. And I was like, Molly, I like your brother. Can I call him? She was like, yeah, sure. So I (laughs) called him, and he answered the phone by saying—
0: What if she had said no? I wouldn't have. No, her. Her.
1: I Maui. know. I wouldn't have. Oh, called Oh, then him. you wouldn't have called. No, because we, we we were really close, really fast. Okay,
0: okay, okay. I
1: mean, the ultimate sort of. I mean, that's what happens. That's what happens, and the thing is, <laughs> we're too
0: close. If,
1: but <laughs> what, the ultimate compliment is being like, I love you and trust you enough to marry my brother. You right? Know? No, that is. Um, so anyway, I called him and he answered the phone by saying, "Do you think this is a good idea?" And I'm like. Maybe I'm calling to ask for a recipe, motherfucker. He you know? literally
0: picked up the phone and said that? Do you think
1: it's a good idea? I go, maybe I'm calling about something else. He goes, no, I think we both, like, feel a connection and um, and we should, like, pursue it if if it's a good idea, if it's okay with Molly. Yeah, I was just like, no one has ever talked to me that way, you know? That's that's the thing about men. Yeah. When they are that
0: confident, yeah. I mean,
1: anything can go down after that. It was really that. attractive. And I was like, I'm interested in you. And then... And then we just wow. kind of were like, we text a little and we were like, maybe it's not a good idea. I felt like a little rejected, um, you know, from nothing, like right. something I projected. Of course. And I just totally pulled back. We all like, do that. So then we, we hung out like just again with friends and um, he cooked at my friend's 40th birthday party and then the next night they were, he's like packing up and he came up. Just came up behind me and like put his arms around me and and kissed my neck, and I was like okay. And I mean, we we had sex like a second later, you know.
0: And then Wait, after at we had the sex, barbecue,
1: this was yeah well, yeah. So after we had sex, it was like this, you know. No, there's you that moment. We had sex at the
0: at barbecue. That's what I'm. Well, asking. it was in my house. Oh, okay, okay. But
1: um, you didn't find but there bar- was barbecue involved. <laughs> no, so we had sex, and then uh, I have had a habit of. Not liking sleeping next to people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there was a lot of
0: people like that though. Like train wreck. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes, just
0: like in train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so, but I wanted him to stay and he wanted to stay. And then in the morning, I was like, God, did you I cuddle don't, through the night? I'm not that Okay, perfect. you're not that person. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Never, never. I'm not have, about that life. Really. <laughs> no. Um, no. I'm like, I don't even want to like feel that you're. Nearby. Yeah. We have a California king, which is like the size of this set. Yeah. I'm just like, I have to text him if I want to get in touch with him. We are still
0: living that queen life. What? I know.
1: Do you guys sleep like cuddled? Is Um, that you? I like
0: to be the big spoon. In fact, I demand it. (laughs) Uh, In fact, I'm like, roll over. And he's
1: like, (laughs) oh. (laughs) he's like what's digging into me yeah don't worry about it it's my
0: biggest (laughs) titties but he likes it
1: good yeah Yeah, I'm like please don't touch me no (laughs) that's another thing I think that's fun with being married like I there was so much over the years like pain in in certain relationships over like who's gonna initiate Mm -hmm. sex and like being like I always have to initiate it was this thing and Mm -hmm. you'd like wait now I'm like I wanna have sex yeah you know and he's like okay great like and it's
0: There's just none of that. That's the beauty of marriage. I think that, first of all, communication is key. And we've really realized that. Yeah, If we're not talking about it, then we're not moving – we're not progressing together.
1: Yeah. we got to have it all out there.
0: And if we're not laughing together, then Then what's 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 life? I know. Do you find yourself being as funny on stage as you are at home behind
1: closed doors? We have a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, we're both very dumb. You know? (laughs) I mean, he's – He's is he so funnier funny. than you? No, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm so <That's> funny. <laughs> no, but he really makes me laugh hard. He's really, really funny. I love that. Yeah, so you dated six months. Yeah, we dated for six months, and then
0: and he's put a ring on it.
1: Yeah, like we were like, we wanted to just be married. We were like, I'm done. I, you know, I want to partner up with you for life. Rawr. Yeah, and uh. Yeah so then we we he, he he the the engagement was horrible. 4 days. Yeah, it was like I was Wait, was, was it horrible because it was the morning. He just like, you know, he's like a dude. He I'm I'm saying if Oh, if the it's,
0: proposal was was The
1: proposal. I okay. mean, he gave me the ring but bo- it was like more like I was like, "Huh?" you know, and he <laughs> I took one earplug out and he like Gave me the box. He's like, I got you this. And I was like, He goes, Do you want me to get on one knee? I was like, I guess not. (laughs) And I went back to sleep. (gasps) That's hilarious. Did you put the ring on? Yeah, I put the (laughs) ring on. I was like, Because I was like, I don't want a diamond. I've never worn jewelry my whole life. That's so weird. But he got it for me anyway. And I'm glad. I i I love, you know, I I love, like, I just think wedding rings for
0: life. Yeah. How are
1: you? Y'all's rings.
0: Who planned the wedding? We both did. We planned it. You planned
1: it in four days? On a Thursday. We we were like, Thursday, we're going to get married Tuesday. Yeah. And we just did it. We just like. Called friends and God. I text people. A lot of people thought it was a joke. No, like some seri- people didn't come because I oh, thought it was. We all
0: saw it on Instagram, we thought it was a joke. I know. Yeah. We were yeah. like, Oh ha this is a skit. She's so funny. Right. Yeah. And then boom, it's like, Oh no, they're actually really she married. Yeah, this
1: girl got married. Yeah. 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 I thought
0: our engagement was like short. It was only two months. Yeah. And Justin wanted to have like the big wedding and I mm-hmm. wanted to elope. Yeah. So I said, Great, you get to plan it. And I literally... <laughs> Great,
1: I'll show up. What's yeah, my call time? <laughs>
0: seriously, though, that's exactly what I did. Good. And I just went and got my wedding dress with my mom, bada yeah. bing, bada boom. I highly recommend that. Like, I just do. I feel Anything
1: like, else seems yeah. nuts. What are you doing? All the money and the seriously. stress and the drama.
0: Um, do you guys have marriage mentors that you kind of say, like, hey,
1: we're going through this. Like, we want to talk to you about that. Or Yeah, I mean, honestly, any married person we meet, we're just like, talk to us. And you know what's, what I've... Notice is that once you're married, like a lot of people come out of the woodworks, they go, being married is really great. Yeah. And and people didn't want to tell you that when you weren't married because they didn't want you to feel like you were missing something. Yeah. But I would have liked to have known. It's mm-hmm. it's really fun. It's I, nice to have your partner. I love it. I know. Aww. <laughs> that
0: you don't cuddle with through the night.
1: No, he cannot touch me.
0: <laughs>
1: Get out of here. Sometimes I have him sleep in the other room. <laughs> Like I just, you know, like having the luxury of having another bedroom, Mm -hmm. just like those nights where you're like, I would love to just sleep alone. Maybe twice since we've been together, but still. So
0: obviously after you get married, everybody's like, when are you having a baby? Yeah. Or they're
1: proclaiming that you are pregnant. I know. I was like, "Listen, I always have a bump alert. Hell, so, like, this like will don't, always be my here. friend is here. Yeah. So, no and need. she'll
0: always stick out, yeah. and she will probably always jiggle.
1: I think if and when I get pregnant, I will just like, I, I, I mean, we could probably deny it pretty long. <laughs> It'll be nine months. Like, nope. You guys know me. Love <laughs> pasta
0: how okay so i know how i deal with the criticism on instagram and social media and everybody's yeah. like the the craziest thing i ever heard was stop making fat look cool you're going to kill someone i know and i definitely lashed back out at this dude but i want to know like what is it that you do to kind of like lash out because
1: yeah well honestly you, it's you been a it really it's been a really long time that i've been getting backlash like cuz people just know better no no um you're used to it. I'm just so used to it. It's been ten solid years of getting a, you know, a lot of both positive and negative stuff online, and, um, I you know I'm a communicator. I, I stand ups like you want to communicate. So mm-hmm. when when something is not true, mm-hmm. I hate that. Right. I hate when there's a backlash that's just a lie. Um, people saying I'm ugly or fat or not funny that is not something that affects me mm-hmm. anymore. Like, mm-hmm. there's just n- nothing about my appearance that could be... I, I, because it's already happened. Like, like they the can the shoot the gun stuff,
0: and you have a shield on it and it bounces off.
1: It, not even... Because I'm just so desensitized to mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. there were times where it was painful. Mm-hmm. And it's just... That ship sailed, like, a really long time ago. But the way I deal with it is... You know, because for, I don't care about that stuff, honestly. I I... Right now I care about the stuff we all care about. And, like, everything I do is I want to have fun. I want to be healthy. I want to have a great life, friends, family. But with career stuff, I, I just, I want to really help with equality for mm-hmm. women and people of color. Like, mm-hmm. that's all, that's my thing, you know. Also, you know, I know that global warming is is uh, the An worst issue. thing happening. But I'm, like, I, I'm going to put all my focus on this. And on anything you can do to help with gun violence, but uh, other than that, like hate on the internet, and and I mean I've got uh, systematically targeted and of course bots and of course getting voted down and there's so much information that we have now that we didn't used to like right. just knowing that I mean really the information is just that white men have been running everything for so long, that's the information and you go. Oh yeah, all the critics are white men. So everything I want to do is just to try to get, you know, women people of color into, you know, more positions of power.
0: I'm glad you brought it up because I feel like on social media you are very vocal. Like you, you <laughs> I
1: are, know, you're, I can't you're, help it. No, but I think it's important because
0: we're given a platform and we have to talk about the, the issues that affect us the greatest. Yeah. You always always Obviously, you're talking about gun violence. Yeah, you're also always talking about men of color. Yeah, and um, I mean, your your Insta stories are inspiring, Thanks. and like you will just blast people, and you'll just be <laughs> like, "This is what I'm thinking. This is what yeah. I'm feeling." And it didn't even take you, you know, having like a best black friend or a, like a black husband mm-hmm. to to educate <laughs> yourself right like yeah. you just took the time to really say like I want to know more I'm going to figure this out and also with sexual assault and women and equality like this like you have really Kind of stamped your name on a lot of this, and you said, "I'm not going to just pick one thing that I'm going to yeah. chase after. I'm going to chase after all of it."
1: Well, it's hard. That's the thing. And then you're like, "Okay, am I spreading myself too thin? I'm going to get burnout." But also, I just want to do everything I possibly can to help
0: because mm-hmm. uh, you understand your platform.
1: I understand my platform. I think. And then I'm also, I also don't give a shit if people are annoyed.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what you want to do. I,
1: what I want to do. And also, the thing is, just I didn't have access. I didn't see these numbers, these statistics mm-hmm. that are so cripplingly horrifying once you look at them. All the, the percentage of the art hanging in all museums in America is like, I think it's 94% all white men. Really? The art hanging. I wanna
0: ask you because for me, moving to New York and my first friend was black yeah. and she really had to school me. Coming from Nebraska, yeah. I knew nothing. Um, and then marrying my husband who is black yeah. and I had to really get educated. I had to like think outside of my white privilege. You had to get woke. Hello. <laughs> and which some days I don't even feel woke cause I'm still learning and I'm yeah. still like, I think if what? you're open
1: to learning.
0: Yeah. You have to be an evolution. As that's a white, all you can do. As a white person, you have to be just open.
1: Yeah. And not worry what, about defending yourself. But what is it? Yeah. And not being like, I'm not a racist. But I, but This is the question
0: I have. Right. Why did you decide to say, oh, I'm gonna stand up for people of color? Why did you like, was it someone in your life that affected you personally? Or was it just like, hey, you know what? What black people are underserved. Minorities <laughs> are underserved. Like, what was it?
1: Yeah. Well, my my best friend growing up was black. Okay. You know, like the black people were definitely a minority where I grew up, but we were, we were friends and we hung out and didn't really realize the separation until we got a little older. Right. And then you go, I mean, like really racist stuff. Like, I mean, in my school, if anybody spoke Spanish, they were Spanish. Right. We didn't have any kids from Spain in my school. Right. Correct. But everyone Say just it, goes. Amy. Well, Say we're it. talking
0: to a Cuban pandemonium <laughs> yeah. right here. Right. right. And they I go, oh, feel. you're
1: Spanish. And you go. No. No, mommy. I'm Hispanic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The no. teachers are Breach. not stopping us, you know? And in school, it was like, there was slavery and there was the Holocaust, but now everybody's fine and everybody's equal. Right. And you go, oh, good. That's it.
0: That's how I was taught as well.
1: So, No Holocaust one told me about slavery. Frederick Douglass. Right. You were like, oh, I love that street. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's <laughs> the thing. You know, you do like a book report on Frederick Douglass. You read a Maya Angelou poem and they're like, great, you did it. We did it. You know, I used to play a character in my stand-up who would... She it was like i would say really irreverent things that she didn't realize were really sexist or racist or mean and mm-hmm. um and, and then you, you know you as i started to get more eyes and ears on me it was like i don't want anyone to laugh at this stuff for the wrong reasons right so i i just didn't want to say that's anything like that anymore right. i wouldn't want to do a roast again i don't want to risk hurting somebody's feeling these are communities that we need to be lifting up mm. because they've been so systematically horribly abused and being killed so i so think it was it's through comedy that you really I think found it's through comedy through art through relationships. through lemonade through hamilton mm. through these things you didn't even realize oh my god you guys didn't get to go see a disney movie where you were the little princess mm. seeing what my friends have, have gone through yeah. And I, was I have so curious. much guilt. I mean, you know, you have guilt about it. Well, you go, white guilt is a real thing. It's real. It and, is. And, you know, and I don't want to annoy
0: I don't, anybody with that either. I think, you know, as as a white woman, and I've learned so much in the process of having my best friend Rachel, being yeah. married to Justin— I've realized that white people just have to have an honest conversation and say, hey, I want to know. And let's go from
1: here. Yeah. And like, let's not be
0: defensive walking into this conversation. No, even though
1: they have every right to be. And you know they do.
0: No, I'm saying as white people shouldn't be defensive,
1: right? Oh yeah, yeah. No,
0: no, no. Black people can say whatever they want, and white people should say, "Okay, I need to shut my mouth and I need to listen because I've never been told to shut my mouth and listen." So I think that this like we is, just can't
1: even. Yeah. Imagine.
0: Right. Yeah. So this is something that I've always. I'm. I mean, I just always wanted to know about you, so I'm glad I asked. Yeah. Whoop whoop! I want to talk yeah. about your fashion line. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Cool. <laughs> um. You only gave us a, a tidbit. You only oh, my God, said, and that's when
1: everybody thought I was pregnant. I know. You were like, hey I did guys. not mean to, to do that either. I, I know you didn't because you are yeah. like,
0: um, thanks for um, wondering about my womb. My womb. Thank you. When's your fashion line coming out?
1: Uh, later this year, like December. Where is it going to be sold? The line will be available at Saks off 5th. I really wanted to make something for all sizes, affordable. That looks good. Yep. The dream. Yeah. The dream. The dream. So that's what we're doing. That's, and with your stylist. Yeah. Lisa Evans, who I met doing train wreck. And for me, like fittings for anything I was doing, uh, they were always like really, really painful and filled are. with like some kind of shame. And then the other person is like, you know, they're worried about if they're doing a good job. So yeah. they're, they can be a little mean. Yeah. And, uh, and then Lisa, it was just totally different. And she, she gets it. She gets it. And she's like, she introduced me to, a tailor, you know, you can get. This is from Zara. Um, Did it you get was a tailor? Like forty bucks. I got a tailor. Just a little, yeah, little here.
0: Have you ever put panels in, like, to make it larger?
1: Oh, I love that idea.
0: Oh no, so I am like a have to wear a bra at all times kind of chick. Yeah. So we will add panels to the back of backless dresses every single day. Isn't
1: that great? Mm-hmm. You can just take their design as a suggestion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love this, Stella. <laughs> Now, let's put my twist let's on. Let's put it. a little panel in the back there, sister. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so that's all we
0: know. So it's coming out, yeah, size it's, inclusive, it's, and we're all like, we're literally on the edge of our seats. We, we want to know. We
1: want to know. I a. love your your bikinis. Thank and you. And I, lo- I Do love, I you love social media.
0: Wait, Darcy, she needs Hello. lingerie swim of and all the, the demons please cuz
1: i've gotten my period and all <laughs> of my own shit <laughs> um, You know more what's really <laughs> stuff to get your period
0: on yes. Yeah
1: <laughs> Thanks bikinis Um
0: okay so let's talk about comedy Yeah And let's talk about how I mean you have kind of switched up your comedy a little bit It's gone from being, you know, funny to not. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. You went you 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 went from talking about sexual assault issues mm-hmm. and like making them funny and now you're like, "Oh no, let's back this up. Like this is a real issue." Yeah. And and I want to talk about your experience through that whole kind of changing your comedy and also sexual assaults sure. because now the Me Too movement is is everywhere.
1: I know. Well, we we didn't know how much it was everywhere. Well, I didn't I, I mean, neither. That's the thing, and and that's why um, working with uh, with Times Up has been cool. You know, it's like this. Times Up is a little bit of a stigma, but um, it, they really are doing really great work and just uh, connecting people. Like, just you find out farm workers, a lot of them make eleven thousand dollars a year, and they're on their husband. Their husbands get their paychecks. Like, there's no record of them. They don't have the power. They don't have the freedom to leave. Um, you know, we have politicians right now trying to make domestic violence uh, a private issue and close down women's shelters. Right. I mean, just we're fighting against so much right now that I, I got off the road for a little while because I, I didn't want to go up and m- make jokes. But, you know, I, I now like I'm always trying to put shaved carrots in the brownies. You know, so I
0: love that quote. That yeah, in the book, yeah, yes. somebody
1: said that once, and yeah. I was like, it was a it was That's a, a
0: writer. That it was said a writer that. said
1: about it, my TV show, and I was like, so it's the same thing with stand up. I'm trying to find a way to keep it to keep people laughing, but also learn something.
0: Yeah, I really like that. I mean, nice. there's there's like a moment where it just kind of hits you, like like just smack in the face, and you say, I have to do something to change, yeah. my narrative.
1: Yeah, even just to understand it yourself, so that you know things like like and just paying attention where the culture is like mm-hmm. other comedians like nobody wants to hear a racist joke right now right nobody wants to hear a joke where the woman's the victim right read the room right and coming forward is so painful and scary and life ruining at times so it's so incredibly brave of these women you know it's like and anyone who's like oh they want to you don't get famous you don't get more work it's it really fucks with your career, so... Oh, no, you don't
0: get more famous. So
1: I just, like, I'm so grateful to to the women who have come forward. Me, too. You, know?
0: you actually talked to Oprah about, <laughs> right, about yeah. your sexual assaults and yeah. um, and your experience and how it changed your comedy. What was that conversation like?
1: Well, even though we were talking about sexual assault, it was still cool because I was talking to Oprah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, Talking to her about it was really cool. Like, I I know... I know about her, you know, history mm-hmm. of sexual violence, mm-hmm. and uh,
0: you felt like you had a sister and like a camaraderie. I felt
1: really—it's Oprah, so you, yeah. you know—you feel connected <laughs> to her anyway. But, um, but yeah, I, I did. I did feel like we really connected on that, and also just as like a, uh, you know, using our voices to, mm-hmm. you know, just to not feel alone. If anything,
0: that's it's, the biggest thing I yeah. think throughout this whole thing is like. Women hopefully are not feeling alone. And yeah. and women who have had any kind of experience, whether it's um, you know, sexual assault on a set or through a family member or, or in being, a hotel or being where they raped. worked. Yeah. How felt- also teach
1: people how to how to well Talk that's what I was other. about to
0: ask you. Like, have you felt like the difference on sets? Because for me, yeah, it's it's been like, oh, I don't want to me too you. Oh, let me move that hair off of your neck. But this isn't a me too movement. And it's like I know, we can't joke
1: about that. It's really it's really uh, disappointing to yeah. see from people. I think a lot of men that are good men that I'm close to, that it you know, it started, oh God, Harvey, what a piece of shit. But then once these other offenses started popping up they go, well, now it's getting crazy, right? Right, guys? And you're like, no. And they, they, their instinct is to discredit the women. Like it's getting a little crazy now in case it happens to them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really weak. Mm-hmm. And I think we need support. And, and even though, you know, some of these guys are my friends. I was friends. just about to
0: say, like you have actually honored a, a lot of men who – you're saying like this is an upright standing man who who I honor and,
1: and say like I love, and but I don't regret this happening to oh, them no. because it's moved the culture forward and let people know, hey, coercion is not cool
0: well, I admire you for standing up. I admire you for telling your story, and Thank you. um I admire you, well, thanks. It, it you know what like it's hard to stand and stay in your truth constantly. Yeah, but also there's something like <laughs> super not, liberating right? yeah. to be like this is exactly what I
1: think. Right, I'm just gonna like say what I mean all the time, yeah. and that and way because I don't have a good memory. <laughs> you know, I like weed, so I better I better keep it real, or Choke I'm gonna get up. called out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, speaking of. Smoking weed yeah. and, and kind of transferring into like a little bit lighter conversation, yeah. but not so much lighter, is um insta is is Twitter mm-hmm. and how people are now having this major backlash and getting fired. From old tweets. Old tweets. Right. And and you heard about um The Guardians of the Galaxy yes, guy. Mr. Yeah. Gun. Yeah,
1: it's a crazy Ten years later. It's tough. It's like, yeah, we all have tweets we aren't proud of and we've learned so much. I don't really know enough about that. Case or whatever. I don't know a ton. Like, I know that he got fired from old tweets. I don't know what they said. And
0: they were 10 years old. Yeah. Are you thinking about your tweets, like when you write them and thinking?
1: I oh. don't tweet. Like my assistant does my Twitter.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> don't get any <laughs> no ideas. No. <thanks. gasps> So no, you're thanks. like, no, I have you your Instagram in years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can tell you do your Instagram. It's, <laughs> it's like very like super random. It's so random, but it's also so like, this is me
1: and I'm yeah. unapologetic. And these are my random friends and family. Right. I'm like, you're going to see what everything, I guess. You're
0: so close to your dad.
1: Oh my God. He's such a fool. <laughs> I just came from there. My dad, uh, he he wanted a new room at his assisted living place. So, oh. so is I, he we, in the Upper West Side? No, he's he's downtown. Okay, but we went and uh, looked at his new room, and he was really excited. And well, you know, I say he's, but he's not like a nice guy. He's only <sighs> nice to me and my sister. Oh really? <laughs> and we have a brother. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So it's just. Well, he's not nice to the brother. No, he's only nice to the to children. Us okay, got it. And doesn't care about anyone else. He's a Bad guy. I say it all the time. I'm like, just because someone's in a wheelchair doesn't mean they're a good person. My dad <laughs> is the living example. Oh, man. Yeah. But I, I'm crazy about him.
0: So you had a great relationship with him always?
1: Yeah, pretty much. That's great. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, I mean, when you're a teenager, you're just so obsessed with yourself. I wasn't even thinking about it. But once I was old enough to appreciate family in yeah. general...
0: But yeah. like you weren't affected in your dating life because your dad wasn't, wasn't there or a horrible no. guy or whatever. I
1: think I I was affected in my dating and the friendships I'm available to because he was like a total womanizer. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like he didn't cheat on my mom or anything. Um, well, I don't know. He probably like had sex with several prostitutes, but um, he, uh, he like loved us and was really there for us. So some of the... Comics I'm friends with are like true degenerates, um who you probably wouldn't want to leave your sister alone with in a room. Mm-hmm. Like not for fear of violence, but mm-hmm. for anything, um, even a conversation. But uh, but you know, I, I love my dad, so I'm I'm used to that kind of like he's doing the best he can type <laughs> thing. But I'm on, you know, he has these caretakers, these yeah, nurses' aides, right. I'm on their side. If you're I, you're like, if, oh no, he needs to take his meds. I'm like, tip him over in a field. I don't care. <laughs> I care about you guys. Put a pillow over his head. Oh I want. I want you girls to feel safe at work. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. All right. So every episode, we on pretty big deal. We want to honor a person or an initiative that is doing something to change their world, change our world, to change perception. Cool. Um, so. This episode, we're actually going to talk about Tiffany Missenbay. Have you heard about her? No. Her name is Tiffany Missenbay, and she's 16 years old. Uh, She's from Washington, D.C., and she has now started a coalition to make the voting age younger to start at 16. So Mm. she and a group of all these other um, young women – I think there's some men in that group too. And I just want to shout out to Miss Tiffany, Miss and Bay. It's called Vote 16 DC. And I think that it's really, it's great because, cool. I mean, at 18, you can do a lot of things and then boom, you can vote. But yeah, if you could have
1: voted at 16, would you have done it? Who, I don't even remember who was running when I was 16. Oh, no. I
0: definitely don't. See, that's the thing. When I was 16 years old, my dad was like, we are Republicans and you will vote Republican. Yeah. Right. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Sure. Okay, daddy. Yeah. And if 16, like, I don't know that I would have made a sound decision. Now, today with social media and the fact that you I can wonder. actually follow people who have a voice and have an opinion about what's going on in the government— yeah maybe I would be a little bit more educated.
1: It's such a different time. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. Like just seeing girls of all ages at these marches and stuff. It's like. Yes. So they are way more educated than I was for sure.
0: A (laughs) hundred percent. It's almost scary. But
1: that's awesome. I I just love that kind of passion and, and somebody taking action like that.
0: Tiffany missing Bay, baby.
1: Big up, Tiff.
0: Okay, so I want to play a little speed round gamey poo with you. Fun.
1: I love a gamey poo.
0: Whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so I'm going to say pretty big and then a word, and you're going to finish the sentence or how it feels or what comes to you. Okay. Okay? Um, here we go. Speed round with Amy Schumer. Pretty big comedian.
1: Okay, Whoopi Goldberg.
0: Nice. Um, pretty big mouth. Oh, someone Kathy who's outspoken. Griffin, okay, who great. I love. Uh, pretty big penis energy.
1: Who's got the big D energy? The Rock?
0: Oh, that's interesting. I never even I thought of it. it. Did you just you do like fingers, fingers crossed, crossed, like maybe?
1: I hope The, I hope the Rock has a big penis. Okay, pretty big recommendation. Oh, going to the site 5050 by 2020 on the internet.
0: 5050 Re- yeah. by 2020. It, 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 yeah, it's,
1: it's very cool. It has so, all the information we talked about and also gets. It's for, you know, having people of color and women get 50% of the power by 2020. That's fantastic. Yeah. Noted. That's the dream. Um, Last but not least, pretty big motto. We're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that was brought up multiple times today. <laughs> it's a good way to live. Live uh, like every day's your last, bitch. This is so <laughs> awesome.
0: Thank you so much for coming. Thanks for um, having us. Last but not least, I know us.
1: Good girl. Do
0: you have anything that's coming out that you um, want to let us and have a little inside scoop? Yeah, like more information about your clothing line.
1: Ooh, yeah. So the clothing line's coming out soon.
0: Okay. And Are you also, modeling it?
1: Yeah, I am. <gasps> fun i know people just have always wanted to see me on a runway yes. i think that's what we learned today the clothing line i'm so excited and then i'm just on the road i'm touring okay i'm so excited thank what about you so you? much oh girl i got so much you got a lot girl you, you have an know. empire you're I'm not gonna, gonna be dental you're no dead. and
0: we're gonna make sure that you are wearing ag from head to toe hell yeah yeah baby i want it okay thank you to you thank you to you miss amy schumer thank you to you um Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to the podcast for free. Just search for Pretty Big Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, any podcast app, you guys. You'll get every single new episode automatically, and then you can listen to it in your own phone wherever and anytime. Remember, if you want to leave a message, download Anchor, and send me your questions. We'll answer them in the after show with my girl, Darcy Linda. And I also want to give a shout out to another podcast that I'm loving right now. Shale Sandberg's nonprofit, Lean In, just launched its brand new podcast, Tilted. This season explores the uneven playing field that women face across industries, from politics to sports to entertainment. And the first episode features some amazing women, showrunners from Reese Witherspoon's production company, talking about what's changed for women in Hollywood and what hasn't. They're going behind the scenes on the set of her new show, Grand Hotel, to talk to the director, Eva Longoria, in between takes. And on a second episode, Cheryl herself joins Joanna Coles and Phoebe Robinson to give out advice to men about work, well, and sex. If it's at the intersection of gender and culture, they're talking about it on Tilted. Listen now at leanin.org slash Tilted or by searching for Tilted wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, this has been Pretty Big Deal. Thank you so much for showing up. And remember, you are bold, you are brilliant, you are beautiful.